0: It's the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa podcast. Brought to you by the good folks at Bet Rivers. Remember to download the Bet Rivers app for all of your wagering needs as we head towards the postseason in the NFL, all the bowl games, everything else that's going on. So remember, for the most informative, most imaginative, and the easiest to, easiest to work with app, just check out Bet Rivers for all of your wagering needs. All right, I tell you this morning. When I uh, went out this morning and I saw the weather getting worse and was uh, aware of the ominous forecast today, Uh, and I don't think the weather in the game ever got to the point where it was an enormous factor. There was plenty of rain, but there wasn't a lot of wind like like we're going to get later in the day here. But I thought this was going to be a very tough matchup. Uh, There's very few times where I thought the Jets had an advantage. I thought they had a big advantage today. Uh, Number one, they were getting a big weather edge. Number two... Uh the young Texans have really suffered some terrible injuries. They came in today without Tankdale, who has been a major factor in recent weeks in all their explosive pass plays, and they lost their tight end. Then early in the game today, they lost Collins. So they're without three of their top four targets in that passing game. So if you wondered why it was not prolific today, they didn't have any of their weapons there. And you were going to talk about a defense that's good against the pass, and a young, defense, a young offense that was facing a lot of stuff here on an inclement day against a good defense. I just thought this was a bad matchup. Now, I did not think the Jets would explode like they did. Now, after a 0-0 first half with 11 punts, who would have ever thought the Jets would score 30 points? Now, let's be realistic. This game is 14-6. to It's 14 nothing. Wilson fumbles the ball. They make a couple of plays, including one to the tight end. They get a touchdown. They miss the extra point. The Houston kicking game has hurt them. They got to go get a kicker. Um, then the key is, can the Jets get a drive? They get a drive. They get a drive. They get a touchdown. They get up 21-6. to To me, that put the game away. From there on, 21-6 on, the rest is nonsense. The Houston was out of it defensively. They're a good defensive team, getting better. Uh, they were out of it offensively. I thought, uh, Quentin Williams hit on Stroud was a little late. It wasn't flagrant, but it wasn't pretty. Uh, you'd hate to see that kid get hurt. He's in the, in the, uh, concussion protocol right now. It was a tough game for them. No question. I thought Zach for the most part played very well. I thought D'Amico Ryans, who has had a great year with the Texans, I thought the Texans' game plan was just ludicrous. If you are going to play against the Jets, the first thing you are going to do is you're going to say, all right, we are going to make sure we cover Wilson, obviously. He's their one talented receiver. He is their one weapon. Zach looks for him all the time. We know that. Number two, you have got to stop Hall out of the backfield. That's where you get him in space, you get him the ball, he's lethal. He killed them today coming out of the backfield, and they did a terrible job of covering him. Then the third thing is the tight ends. He hits the tight ends for seven for 80, 94, 95 yards of real estate. So he hits Wilson for 100 yards on eight receptions. They might have added one late. They hit Hall for eight for 86 and a touchdown. They hit the tight ends for seven for 94. And that gives Zach a 300 yard game. He had a couple of times. He held the ball like the first drive where he took him out of field goal range by holding the ball too long. He also made a couple of good passes. He made a couple of dangerous passes. He got away with, especially one to Wilson that had the sideline laughing because they all thought it was going to be picked off. Everyone in the building thought it was going to get picked off and it didn't. And they made a big pass play there. Uh, the bottom line is, I thought Zach had a good game. I don't want to go crazy about it. I thought he had a good game. I thought the Jets obviously had a big second half. They ran the ball. They threw the ball. They did everything they wanted to do. They got short fields late, added some field goals, and away we go. And they have a 30-6 to 6 win. So the Jets, for a week, after a week of chaos, after all the nonsense this week, after everything that went on, at least they stopped this losing streak. They get a week to feel good about themselves. And, hey, any week that happens in the NFL, that's a positive. This team needed to stop the bleeding. They stopped the bleeding. They have a very big game next week down in Miami about, against the Dolphins. That will not be an easy task at all. We know that. Uh, but the bottom line is they got themselves a win. They ha- can feel a little better about themselves. Zach in here, uh, some positives rather than negatives for a week. So all the way around a good game. But I I honestly feel that this was catching a young team that has overachieved all year, a rookie quarterback who has had a great season. You just took away his favorite target, Tankdale, if you've been following, and – you know, I have this one family fantasy league we play in. I ta- I had Tank Dell, so I've used him, and he's been unbelievable the last five or six weeks till he got broke his leg last week. He has put up phenomenal numbers. He has made big play after big play. He had become his go-to guy in big spots. And he wasn't there. Then Collins went out. Schultz wasn't there. You took a lot of weapons away from the kid today. And listen, we know the Jets are good against the pass. They're very good against the pass. Uh, There's no question about that. So this was a very good matchup. And then when the weather started and I came home at 1130 in torrential rain, I said, this is perfect for the Jets. And I very rarely think the Jets are going to win. Okay. I actually thought, I mean, I picked them on Friday uh, getting four points. I didn't like this matchup from the from the Houston standpoint. I didn't like the matchup at all, especially with the injuries they had this last week. I thought, you know, this team has sustained a lot of injuries all year. They've overcome it. Uh, D'Amico Ryans has done a wonderful job. Stroud has had a great year. They're going to be some tough weeks in the mix. This was a tough week for them. They hit a real road bump here. Hopefully the kid's not out next week. He's in the concussion protocol. He took a very bad hit. He hit his head hard uh, after he was knocked to the ground. There was no flag on the play, okay? But I thought it was a little rough, but hey, it happens. Um, this was a good performance by the Jets. Now, the Jets get you because they celebrate a little too much when they win a game. I mean, if you, you haven't won it in a long time, when you win, win with some grace, but that's not their way. It just isn't their defense, it was, you know, just acting up the whole, whole fourth quarter. So, but that's the way they are. I mean, that's who they are. That's why they have so many personal fouls, that's why they have so many penalties. Um, that's the way they play. Uh, and for a change, it was a bizarre game because, you know, this game 0-0 at the half with 11 punts. Uh, but Houston never moved the ball all day. The Jets moved the ball and then fell apart in the later stages of drives in the first half. In the second half, they came out, and away they went and put up 30 points. Listen, the Jets don't usually get 30 points in two weeks, no less than 30 points in a half. And three offensive touchdowns, which they haven't had in a very long time. So, hey, it's a week to feel good about things. Take it in stride. Now, 5-8, and eight, don't go crazy. You know what? Go beat the Dolphins first before you're going to you know, tell me about miracles and running the table and everything else. You know, go beat the Dolphins first, okay? And then we can talk because they play Washington, which is right now probably the worst team in the league the week after. So, um, first things first, go play the Dolphins. But for one week, it was uh, everything, especially in the second half, went their way. And the Jet fans got a chance to have a smile on their face. Um, those that still like Zach, and I don't know where they are, but they're few and far between. But those that do have a smile on their face, they, and for this one week, it was a positive week all the way around. I mean, there's some things I can nitpick on. But there's no reason to in a game that broke open the way it did in the second half. So we let all that go. It was a uh, really strange game in a lot of ways, but a one-sided win for the Jets in the second half. Uh, So for this week alone, a very, very positive week. Um, As far as the games that are uh, over right now, and the only one left that is being played uh, is the Raven game, and Rams have given them all they could uh, hope for today. Um, Bengals, impressive again against the Colts. Uh, Browning got banged up. Hopefully he's okay. Bears with a win over the Lions. You know, let's be honest. The Lions won in the New Orleans last week. Before that, they were all out to beat the Bears. Then they got killed on Thanksgiving Day. They came back and beat the Saints, but the Saints even outgained them in that game. Uh, And they get beat 28-13 in Chicago today. The Bears are improving, there's no question. Both sides of the ball. I picked the Bears today, but still, the way the Lions are playing is a cause for concern now down the stretch of the season. The Falcons, every game goes to the last play. It is unbelievable. Now they get beat on a... Uh, Mayfield pass in the final seconds and lose today 29-25 to fall to six and seven. So they're six and seven and the Saints are six and seven to lead that division. And the Bucs are six and seven. So it's all it's all chaos as far as uh, the uh, South is concerned right now. You know, they're all six and seven all three of them we can't even count Tampa out anymore they're all there too together so all of them at six and seven so it's going to be a fight to the finish there to see which team can represent them probably with an eight and nine record um cleveland wins with flacco hey when you get that cleveland defense in its building and i shouldn't say that yet because that game's not over it's not over uh it, I see here it's still got some time left on it. So Jaguars only down a touchdown. It's not over yet, but the Browns are winning with Flacco with six minutes left. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, two big games coming up on the schedule. We'll do a podcast tonight after the Cowboys-Dallas game because I think we can talk about Chiefs and Bills, which is a very big 4 o'clock game. We can put a, a ribbon on this day now as we go down the stretch in this season. There's only... Uh, Dwindling weeks now as we, you know, really take a run, a stretch run towards the playoffs, and then of course the Cowboys and the Eagles prime time tonight, which should be just a terrific game. And I'm looking forward to it in a big way. Uh, so Niners should win today because Geno Smith's not playing. Seattle had little chance with Gino out. They probably have no chance uh, as the 49ers will probably route them today, and that will stand the 49ers uh, as the team to beat right now going into the final month of the season. But it'll be interesting to see where we are after the Chiefs and the Bills play and after the Eagles and the Cowboys play. So we'll see you later on. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.